evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer the questions of why. Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because you actually think I actually script this part out? Are you kidding me? This this part right here? No, 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 man. I don't. I I, I make this up on the fly every week, except this one. <laughs> part of this is to follow through with the old adage: sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much under that name all over the place, social media. I don't know why you would want to, but some people do. I don't I don't get it. Some people need to get out more often, unless it's 62 degrees. I'll, I'll explain about that in a minute. So we've got a, we've got a show, and I'm going to warn everybody ahead of time. I may be a little off my game it will become known pretty quickly so starting as usual top left hand corner of north america's bingo card outside of calgary inside of calgary round calgary way not quite nineveh i know i know you're not anywhere near nineveh evening down evening you, you know you get you're close even... to yellow i know you're closer to yellow knife than you are to nineveh i know i know <laughs> I know. <laughs> just you know, for for a guy who gave me the gears on New York geography a few years back, um, I think that's pretty much it. Just north. Yeah, yeah, it's about right. I'm going with that. It's close enough. Mm-hmm. At at this, <laughs> trust me. From 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 everywhere on this planet, pretty much north is Nineveh. I think that's pretty close to accurate. It's it just don't don't go looking it up. It'll making me look bad. It's kind of oh god, I can see it is fine. Uh, from the uh, south of him, from the Midwest of the U.S. Good evening, Bridget. Good evening. Stretching this out, and maybe I can uh, bypass him actually saying, yeah, you know, you're close to uh, whatever. The, outside of um, uh, <laughs> um, outside of uh, CF um, DC, I think is the nicest way of putting it. I'd, <laughs> I'd go ahead and say more about that, but really, we, we don't. We don't want the little red dot on the back of my head lighting up and, and yeah. I, I don't have anything smart Alec to say right now. So yes, good morning. Yeah, especially after all that. So yeah, it's 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 about that time. Uh let me let me cover uh, a couple of bases real quick. Um, because like I said, I'm not on my not on my best this week. And and for those of you that watched the end of last week's show, you know full well why. Uh, I do have a uh, I do have a drink for tonight. Uh, believe it or not, it was <laughs> um, it, it was uh, it was at a it was in a in a manager's special closeout bin at a at a gas station. So this week it's a uh, Twelve Gates West Coast style IPA, India Pale Ale. I don't know why. <sighs> I I again I wanted to try something. I don't believe I've tried. Uh, a 12 gates so let's see what happens the worst worst that can happen is it's not any much better than anything else down comments because i mean <sighs> you know beer better than i do uh let's take a look you know hold the bottle up again uh it's a that was alt tabbed sorry it's uh you got 12 12 gates west um yeah. at least it's not it's 13 gates well See the the funny part of it was I was uh, I was talking with uh, the little one uh, about it as we're walking back. For, there's a story behind it, and I'm like, okay, well, how many gates are there? All right, there's uh, there's uh, the gates to hell, there's the pearly gates, 
uh, there's uh, these, there's the Oak Gates you can build in Minecraft, and he's just like, well, there's Bill Gates. All right, all right. There's Gates <laughs> McFadden. That's five. Uh, wow. After that, I've kind of lost what the other seven are. And so help me if any of you say the seven gates of hell, you're my people, but you need to, like, no, don't do that. Don't look that up, kids. That's that. Don't ask, ask your parents. Or better yet, ask your grandparents. That'll be a fun explanation to the mortuary why they died from a heart attack of that don't don't do that don't do that bridget's got herself muted because i'm sure she's just laughing really hard right about now you have no idea what the seven gates of hell are right you don't you don't you no good we're just gonna keep it that way dave motherfucking photo would probably know but at this point but it's a whole other thing whole other thing for later anyway so, everybody, thank you very much for uh, being with us tonight. If you are watching with us live, of course, please take advantage of the live chat system, of which we've got uh, another of you guys over here. Uh, Trippin's there. Stephanie. Uh, Love Sora. Yeah, that's that's all we got out there at the moment. So, hi, guys. Yes. Um, I'm a masochist. I love wine, not beer. Um, true, as far as the wine part. As far as being a masochist, uh, no, no, this is this is experimentation. It's not so much that I'm a masochist, which I'm not. It's more a matter of I'm still continuing to try beer once in a while to find something that maybe I like. There's a story about it. Um, and as far as to, you know, the wine thing, I kind of thought it was probably a good idea not to combine a drink of wine with beer. Because that's usually a bad combination. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mixing mixing your booze is not... Um, recommended. No. Yeah, definitely not recommended. So um, I will uh, I will open it momentarily. It's still cold. Just, just out of the fridge. And uh, we'll figure it from there. Um, let me get everything... Uh, let me get everything rolling. And I'll explain all of what's going on. So with five minutes on the clock, your five-minute freestyle starts now. 48 is what I titled it. 48 is what my wife should have been today. The 11th. Well, at this point uh, from my recording time yesterday, the 11th of July. It, uh, August. Sorry. I'm, I'm running too many things simultaneously. Because we were married in July, and her birthday is was yesterday, and I held it together uh, last night during our Friday night radio stream, um, which ends at twelve thirty a.m. my time. So we ended, you know, first half hour into the new day. I held it together. Until about the last 30 seconds. And, you know, what can I do? I bring it up because there is uh, actually um, a thing that kind of goes along with this. And you guys know full well that I, I always try, even though I'm not always successful, I always try to make these talks not specifically about me. It's hard to because, well... It's me, and, well, it's my time. 
but there's something that I really, really <laughs> have really tried to do on occasion. This house that I talked to you guys from, this is the house that we built, not with our own two hands, but we, we bought the property and then had the house built, which in and of itself was an interesting proposition, let me tell you. This was the house that we sort of designed. I helped design it. So the, ma the master bathroom has a shower that a lot of people look at and go, oh, you got to be kidding me. Since we were building it, we could get away with it. It's four foot square with two shower heads on either side. And... For the last 13 years, every once in a while, I get into a really, really bad mood. Really bad mood that I just, I will admit, I just want to just sit down in the shower, let the water flow over me, and just sob my heart out. I still have moments like that, and... And every goddamn time, I can't. I don't know what it is. I, I get there. I'm, I'm, I just sit down in the water and just let it all just flow over me. And I can't because it, the moment's gone. And I don't know if it's because of the history or what, but I just don't have that pressure valve happen the way that I want it to. Though, like I said, though, like I said, I try to make these not just about me, but about something that other people can at least take something out of so I'll give you this we grieve how we grieve we laugh how we laugh we worry the way that we worry but most importantly we grieve the way that we grieve it's hard for some people to understand that sometimes. Some people never get over something, and that's not necessarily a fault of their own. There are some things that are just that important. And before you think it's just for other people that you have a really close connection with, I ask you, do you still remember the death of your first pet? Do you remember the death of Mr. Rogers, Mr. Hooper, or Henry Blake? I still cry sometimes about my first dog, and she died when I was about 12. Whatever time it takes for you, however long, it's okay.
You're not alone. Episode triple two on the docket, Your Honor. It's Book of the X Club. Uh, yeah, I know. I could have put, uh, you know, Book of the Year, Book of the Month, Book of the Week. Who cares? It doesn't really much matter. Book of the Millenniums. Mille- millennia. Millennia. Sorry. Millennia. I remember how to say that sometimes. English. English suddenly becomes your third language in the middle of a show. It's not going to be a really good show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I haven't had anything to drink yet as far as, you know, alcohol. I've, I've had, I had coffee uh an hour and a half ago a little more yeah two hours ago yeah, whatever so yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be one of those uh one of those nights oh and as as an aside by the way uh if you wanted to see a couple of pictures of uh what my wife used to look like back in college in 88 yeah i put a couple of pictures out there on social media so uh you can see that what was really freaky about it was that um uh, her roommate at the time in the picture in one of the pictures was automatically properly tagged by facebook which i don't know if i've ever uploaded that particular picture before but that was um that was a little freaky but at the same time uh, okay yeah it's what are you gonna do but we shall see anyway um we're going to work from there. And we're going to basically go off a little bit on religion. And I should actually say religions, plural. Because, well, there's a lot of them that we can kind of go off of. And trust me when I say that some of them are not the ones that you're thinking of right away. Yeah, we'll get to that. Anyway, since Heretic Woman is uh, still in the process of making her way home, and by the way, hon, if you're watching, we're, yeah, we're glad that you're still safe. I know it's going to be limping home, but um, good luck. For those of you that didn't know, they were on the on the motorcycle out west, and uh, motorcycle died. Yeah. Yeah, that's the nicest way of putting it. Somebody, uh, somebody blew the engine, and I know who it wasn't, so... You you guys have fun with that one and, and figure it from there. M- motorcycle fall down, go dead. Well, it didn't <laughs> it didn't fall down. That's that's the thing. Fortunately, well, that, which is probably a good thing, you know. Yeah, it basically the motor kind of threw threw rod cylinder motor? cylinder. Yeah, yeah, sorry. cylinder went poof. Yeah, which is never a good day. At the same time, uh, it's better than you know the tire fell off the spindle. That would be bad. Yeah. That would be exceedingly bad. So anyway, you just good luck getting home safely, please. Anyway. So since she is not here at the moment, it falls to me to go ahead and remind everybody that, uh, yeah, there is news about Rafe Fadawi, or at least uh, in his circles, if you will. For those of you that have not been following this, I know, I know, we're going to get to that in a second. Oh, uh, Canada. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Because there's sister. Yep. Exactly right. Rafe Badawi's sister was picked up by the by the Saudi government. Uh, let's see. It was not to be a surprise there. Yeah, two activists. Uh, let's see. Uh, there we go. Uh, including uh, Samar Badawi. According to this article, quote: 
who the U.S. State Department awarded the International Women of Courage Award in 2012. So you get uh, you get that one over there. She was one. I don't recall. Uh, Sada was the other one. Uh, who was that? Uh, Nasima Al Sada, campaigner for women's rights. Both were detained this week. And for those of you that did not know about the rest of this, also apparently this past week, they sentenced a man to crucifixion, a death penalty, as one might expect, but they do it in the realm of the convicted is decapitated and then the body is strung up for lack of better way of putting it uh some while ago i had actually talked about the idea of um somebody that's uh, put into prison for 300 years they if they die in prison their remains are held until their sentence is done and how here in the u.s that's absolutely an unconscionable barbaric idea so the idea of stringing up somebody's body like this is you can well imagine does not go over very well in a lot of circles, including the Canadian circles. Dallin, here's kind of where you pick it up because yeah, yeah things have gone poorly. Yeah. Now to, to quote, um, to quote King Ed rock from uh, beastie boys as they uh, told the Saudi ambassador to GTFO. Well, no, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was a tweet that started the whole damn thing off. As I recall. Oh, would that be the meme? Uh, no, it was the, sorry, I'm in the process of trying to quietly open this thing. Uh, (laughs) It was, uh, basically the, the tweet that basically said, look, um, we've got real misgivings about you guys kind of doing this stuff and you really shouldn't, you know? Oh yeah. And it, it, yeah, it, it downhilled from there because there's been a lot of word salad thrown back and forth. True. Um, which landed up with, as I recall correctly, the dismissal of the Saudi ambassador from Canada. Basically told him to GTFO, and there was uh, also um, Saudi kicking the Canadian ambassadors out. But then came a tweet from the Saudi official Twitter account of an Air Canada jet flying towards DN Tower a la 9-11. Yeah. A very veiled but pretty freaking obvious threat. Which was then, of course, taken down with all the apologies, you know, like, oh, gee, you know, um, yeah, we were trying to de- depict, you know, you guys, uh, you know, um, flying your ambassador back. I mean, it, it was just one great big pile of, of horse shit. Uh, so basically, there's a threat. Um, there was accusations that how dare you tell us how to run our country. Yep. Um, and the really interesting part is that uh, amidst the fact that all these threats were made, Canada's two is two Canada's two closest allies, the United States States. and the United Kingdom, have elected to do to quote Malari from Babylon Five, nothing. Basically, sit on the sidelines, eat popcorn, and watch somebody who has disagreed with both nations on a couple of things recently twist in the wind. Mm-hmm. So well, with, um, with Trump in office, are you surprised that's going to have any freaking oil left after you finally wake up and realize that Saudi Arabia is not worth dealing with? Um, 
we just might have to jack the price a little bit to the point where you're going to start accusing us of having weapons of mass destruction. And, you know, I've been relatively quiet. I've been relatively neutral on a lot of things because, well, let's just say if, uh, you know, if anybody found out that I was, you know, you know, more liberal minded, uh, they would throw me into a um, category of person that would actually make me want to shoot myself. Um, but no, this, uh, if you're so willing to let your friends burn uh, because you're afraid of either being Islam being labeled Islamophobic or losing your sweet $2 a gallon for gasoline, then yeah, screw all of you. I'm done. Yeah. By the way, if you, uh, if you didn't already see this one, I figured this was uh, just about appropriate. Yeah. For those of you that are listening, it's a, uh, it's a <clears throat> animated it's gif. It, yeah, it's an animated gif of a uh, very sweet-tempered Fluttershy who is very upset and yelling and saying, "If I had fingers, I'd be showing you one." And it's because she's got hooves and not hands and fingers. For those of you that, for whatever reason, didn't uh, figure that part out, because you know, yeah, it seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah, On- Stephanie, uh, sorry, just reading open chat here. Uh, Stephanie says, I am deeply ashamed that the British government is crawling to the Saudis instead of supporting Canada. Um, Steph, I've been watching a lot about what's been going on in the UK. Uh, you've got, I, I, I got to say, you guys have a lot of problems of your own. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I mean, yeah, we're going to have, we're probably in for a bit of a rough patch, but um you guys really need to get your own house sorted first. I mean, um, I'm, I'm fully supporting, uh, whatever you guys got to do, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess out there right now. Yeah. We, we know full well, uh, all the shit that's going on with you guys with, uh, amongst other things, Brexit. Yeah. There's, there's enough crap going on. So yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about Brexit. I'm, no, no, I'm no, talking about the fact that, you know, there, there is a crime rate going on over there. Uh, they know who's doing it. They know why it's being done, but they refuse to do anything about it because, oh no, we might offend somebody if we call it out. I don't. Yeah. Let's let our own people suffer because, you know, image, you know, it, it actually, it it sounds like just such the British thing to do. Christ. It, yeah, there's... I, I was I was pointing out Brexit because there's a lot of shit that's going on with that, but that's only one item. Oh yeah, I, I know, I know. There's 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 a lot of other stuff that's going on over there. We we know it. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So, I will say on behalf of all of us that give a damn about this stuff, we're pretty pissed at our government too right now, and yeah. yeah the government doesn't always speak for the people for what it's worth. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Looking at the opposition. Um, sorry guys. Um, I get the feeling uh, there's still going to be a little bit more Cheeto dust in the white house for the next little while. I'm sad to say it, but um <sighs> I believe the expression thanks for nothing comes to mind. Yeah. 
Um, a lot of those letters I'd like to send out to uh, certain representatives, but again, I'm, I don't have a say in how that works because, well, I'm not, um, I'm not an American citizen. You know, I, I can, I can yell and scream all I want, but uh, I can't make that check box check mark in the ballot box that says whether or not uh, red or blue gets to rule the day. Yeah. There's only so much that we can do all together. However, since we don't have any other news that would be in the much better category, unfortunately. Well, here's in the much better category for you. Um, I went to my local coffee shop. Um, is this about Rafe? Oh, no. I was okay. going to say politics in general. Okay, well, table for about five seconds. Okay. Because as of the recording of tonight's show, then. It is now six years within 26 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. And I ain't letting this go until you're gone. Because that's one of those things. So if you've got a good at this point, go right ahead. Because after that, we're going right into the meat and potatoes. Well, the good is, is that while this is not going to be something that's going to be a quick fix, quick, fast change. The foundation of the people who are our government officials are changing in this country, in the United States of America. And at my local coffee shop, there's a young man who works there. And he was running for a local Democratic um, seat. He beat out his Republican uh, counterpart, who's had the seat for years and lots of political clout the guys uh you know this is a young man versus somebody who is experienced been in the field yada 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 the people are speaking with their votes and they're making the changes at the level that they need to so that when we get the people in the higher offices that need to be there they will have the foundational support they need to get shit done I know it's not a big thing. No. But I'm willing to take a little thing to work up to the big thing at this point. Yep. There's um, there's an idea that I've been kind of sitting on that uh, I, I think we may end up talking about next week. And for, as, for a preview about it, it's a matter of fair play. So uh, keep that in mind because I need to uh, I need to put that into place. So we've got that for uh, for next week. It's a whole other thing. Anyway, as of this week, though, like I said, um, the book of the month, week, day, hour, don't care what number you want to put in there, club. Debbie does Dallas? No, that was never a book. <laughs> At least oh. I, I don't believe so. Um, yeah, by the way, um, the beer? Yeah. Is it good? No. no. Tastes like beer? Well, Not it, liking it? Not liking it. It's it's too bitter. Yeah. Um, rule of thumb: IPA means bitter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, the the strongest uh, bitterest beers are almost always IPAs. Okay. Uh, just it's no, they're just there. It's because the original recipe called for a lot of hops because uh, to act as a preservative for, you know, the long treks through India. 
that's kind of where the recipe came from. Okay. I'd, I'd honestly, I'd say the uh, the only good IPA I've had in a long time is one called Alexander's uh, so-called India Pale Ale, which tastes absolutely nothing like an India Pale Ale. I I I drank quite a few of those here back home. I went on one of my first on-sites and I decided to order an IPA at this one restaurant and holy crap. It was good. <sighs> no, um, actually it wasn't. It was a, uh, oh. compared to what I was expecting, uh, that beer was the alcohol equivalent of a fist to the face. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. um, learn something new tonight then. All right. I will try to remember that for uh, for another day. We'll just see what happens. All right. So anyway, uh, as far as to the the book of the whatever club, uh, I want you to know as I was writing up the description for the for the show. Yes, it, it is uncommonly short this time, and it's basically because I started to write a little thing about how um, I kind of feel like some religions. Uh, kind of LARP. Yeah. You know, the, the Bible is kind of a LARP rule book for them. I thought that was probably in bad taste, and I kind of took that all out, and I just said, um, yeah, I don't want to rewrite all this. Uh, let's just stop here, and just, this is all I need. So, you get the idea. You know, dress up, and everybody's a cleric. Uh, all right, sure, yeah. Um, just fine. I mean, I was going to make some kind of reference to, you know, the occasional thief or rogue because of, you know, holding on to gold, but that's probably also kind of tasteless. That's a whole other thing for another day. So I went along with this, and believe it or not, after I thought about Roman Catholics, because they are arguably the most pomp and circumstances kind of group as far as to their their religion they they are the robots and dallin dallin knows he's he we've talked about it before they're the robots yeah they they are um scary ass motherfuckers yeah well, when you when you look up you know ostentatious in the dictionary you usually see a picture of a roman catholic church can't imagine why. um at least in the ones i've been in uh compared to the church that i grew up in um even a small Catholic church was nothing short of opulent by comparison. Now there was a, well, yeah, but there was a historical context. This church was about 500 years older than the one I attended. So, you know, it had a few years to accumulate stuff. You know, I mean, like, like George Collins said, you know, a house is just a place for your stuff, you know, and the Catholic church is a place for everybody else's stuff, you know, um yes especially yeah i'm not not, mm. like you go to yeah i mean the the older church is obviously the more stuff it's going to have in it the more uh yeah bridget especially germany's um Hmm? oh i'm sorry you uh (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't want to say it out loud but yeah and i see yeah I, i now i see what you did there you son of a bitch um uh no but but no i've um even now i've actually wanted to go on a tour of churches in europe 
not not so much to get the the spiritual experience, but just to see what what a medieval great stonemason capable of doing to have a church last this freaking long and survive the stuff that it has survived. Like for, from when, from what I've heard, these things are nothing short of architectural miracles. Yeah, some of them are gorgeous. Yeah, oh, yeah. and like I've just seen pictures. Yeah, and so have I. Like I, I took a history course in university, and part of it was, uh, well, one one term was ancient history, like Greeks, Romans, uh, Romans versus Vikings, which was epic. I might my dad, <laughs> um, but then the other half of it was um, medieval. Including things like the Renaissance, the Reformation, um, you know, and also right around the time that the, uh, you know, the original Freemasons got together and some of the, we didn't really focus too much on that, but I, I'm, I'm reading a book on them and it kind of draws parallels, but the fact that these guys built this kind of stuff. And I mean, just to see it and to get a piece, a taste of that history, I think would be well worth the trip. You know, don't necessarily have to believe in the sky daddy that it was built for. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having a little bit of evil fun. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> there is no Illuminati. Okay. Damn it. Oh, b believe me. Okay. I've done some research on this because right. I had an interest in joining the Freemasons a few years ago. Um, I really did want to because I like some of the ideas they stand for um, betterment of humanity um, charity without recognition. There are a lot of hospitals that um, have had substantial donations to their construction uh, by Masonic guilds or lodges, sorry. Um, but it's never really advertised because they, they just want to help. They don't necessarily give a damn about uh, being, you know, made known as a public contributor. But the only exception to that are the Shriners. Um, you guys have heard of the Shriners hospitals, the free children's hospitals. Oh, yeah. Um, and they are, they're very well um, staffed. And the Shriners are actually one of the offshoots of the Freemasons. Uh, the dues to like, like to be a Shriner, the, the annual dues. Uh, last I checked, they're about 3,500 bucks a year. Uh, d does that include a Fez or do you have to supply your own? I don't know. That includes the Fez. Oh, um, well, it's a bargain then. But like, there's also the, um, like there's the, the air force, Shriners air force where they ride around on their little, little planes. There's the motorcade where they ride around on their little like power wheels vehicles. Okay. Um, but that shit's a badge of honor to these people. Like it's it, there's the, the biggest thing about masonry, uh, Freemasonry is the symbolism, like symbols, colors. I've, I've listened to podcasts on all of this stuff and it was an education. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> wow, did I Amtrak this? If the Illuminati existed, I would at the very least consider myself an agnostic so I could get in on that action, man. Come on. See, the reason they have my finger on the pulse of the world, fuck, sign me up. 
Uh, sorry about that. The, uh, what, what happened is that uh, I, I sent a quiet message uh, over to him because uh, uh, I, I said, uh, "Who came first, the Freemasons or the Illuminati?" So it's 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 my fault. Yeah, he he sorry. threw the switch. I just derailed the train. It's <laughs> kind of what, what I do. Anyway, uh, so there was also something else that was mentioned. Uh, Stephanie, who said you should look at the Orthodox, the Orthodox Catholics, also the Greek, uh, the Greek Orthodox, um, yeah. are also nothing short of. Um, they are they are the pimps. Oh, they are the pimp daddies of Christianity. Have you guys ever been to an Orthodox wedding? Uh, no, no, I've been the, to two. The the only thing I can tell you is I love the guy who wears the uh, the construction hard hat with uh-huh. the, with the crucifix up on top, and yep. when he has to sit into a car, guy's got to lean over and actually press it down because it's on a it's on a little uh, a, yeah. a little bit of a hinge, no, so it doesn't I, pierce the yeah. I attended two Orthodox weddings in my lifetime. Uh, one was local in my hometown. The other one was uh, visiting friends, and. Everything was not English. Yeah, it was probably Greek. You know what? I think you're right. I, I honestly, I I wouldn't know that language if it came up and slapped me in the face. Because um, Greece has got Greek, which is Greek to you. Yeah, pretty much. It's all uh, Greek to me. Is never a valid excuse in Greek class. Yeah. Okay. All I can ask is if anybody um, knows Greek, knows Greek. If the name, if the word "amen" in English is in Greek, then yeah, it was Greek that I was listening to. Uh, but the ceremony ended when they placed a glass chalice on the ground, covered it, and the groom stepped on it. And I was half expecting everybody to yell "Mazel Tov." I'm like, no, wrong religion. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, but no, I, yes. yeah. I, I would have. I was. I was thinking exactly. Well, no. Wait a minute. Um, we, yeah. No. 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 There is. Uh, there's a Greek thing for throwing china at, at a wedding. That's at a dinner party to show okay. appreciation. No, I, I know what you're talking about. Because um, I'm. I'm wondering if it's all kind of you know all wrapped around itself. But like they didn't say like in the um, in at the church they didn't say it was Greek Orthodox or anything like that. they just said it was Orthodox. Yeah, which would typically be Greek Orthodox. Yeah. Okay. So if that's the case, then yeah, two Greek Orthodox weddings. Okay. Um, uh, the LARPing is pretty hard. Like I said, there's a. <laughs> no, uh, like look at what I started now. Okay, yeah. look, I have been to in in my lifetime. I've been to Lutheran weddings, Anglican weddings, Roman Catholic weddings. Um, Greek Orthodox weddings. And I'd say as far as all of them go, the most, the ones that felt the most sort of traditional, like adherence to tradition were the Orthodox ones. It just felt, um, it felt old. Like there did not, I didn't get the, the sense of any kind of modern twist on anything. You know, yeah, that- like it, Every Lutheran slash Anglican wedding I've been to, there's actually at one point the congregation has busted up in laughter. And usually because the minister like cracks a joke. And I mean, it's like, wait a minute, this guy's actually trying to be funny. The scary part is he pulls it off. Um but uh marriage is what brings us together today. Yeah. 
okay, not quite that bad, but um, yeah, the Catholic weddings. That's, uh, that's that's glorious. Yeah, the, the Catholic weddings I found to be dry. Yeah. Um. Very. Uh, you know. Um. Oh crap! I'm without booze tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Stephanie, can I touch you? Put the Craig first. Any Maniacs one with Plucky. Uh, Looney no, Tunes. Uh, no, Tiny no, Tunes no. one with Plucky. Yeah, yeah, they did. I'll, I'll, I'll find a couple of them to put in there, including the one that that Jack Benny did. Yes, worth that. That was that was totally. Yeah. Anyway, we're 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 sliding way. We're sliding off 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 the base over here. Uh, yeah. Stephanie had gone ahead and said uh, Russians are Orthodox because Constantinople. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> sent envoys to Louis drink. Was richly deserved. Fuck. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, richly dressed and oh. luxurious guests. <laughs> but they got the job of Christian of Christianizing the people. Oh God. Oh, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that to myself again. That's. Uh, I would vote, except that I'm in the office right now, and if I did that, it would be a mess that I would have to clean up. Yeah. Um, but you know, you were talking before about the LARPing and stuff like that with the Catholics. Um, I wouldn't say that they are the worst of the letter, though, when it comes to, you know, a, a book of the ages club from uh, the Bible. Uh, I'm, I'm going to... Hmm. I'm going to give you a slight pass. The older religions are concerned that they, the, the Roman Catholic and the Orthodox Catholics are arguably the worst of the lot. And I can prove it very easily. Okay. Hit me. All right. Oh God. I, okay. For those of you that are, or were at one point um, Catholic, uh, I know for one that you're going to really, really, really hate me for this. Uh, I'm looking for a prop. Oh, I can use this for a prop. Uh, <laughs> oh, how okay. You guys know for well that I've got my my little uh, enterprise over here. Uh, pew pew sh pew. Shut up. But this is this is one of the old ones. I'm I'm showing you that so I can show you that this. Yes, yeah. it does the whole thing. Very cool. Okay. Oh God! I hope the little one doesn't wake up for this one. How can I prove that the that the Catholics are are big the big time larpers of the ancients with this? Throw him with him, and they do the whole incantation thing, believing that they're going to transmogrify a piece of bread. Transmogrify, and they believe this. You tell me. They actually think that they're casting a magical spell. Do well, you or do you not concede the point with that piece right there? I believe that upon consumption, it changes. Yes. But they're so see, if you it. wanted to prove it, if they want to prove it, if they're really, truly dedicated, what they do is they would hold down one of their own, preferably somebody old and didn't have many years left to, left, left <laughs> to live, probably uh, one of the priests themselves because, you know, Anyway, um, and then what we do is after they consume it, what we could do is we could cut open the stomach and see if it actually did change. Okay, Caligula, we're not going quite that far, and this one's been done before. And Nobody said that they had to die. That's yes. what medical science is for. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> guys, you know, guys. Wait, the, the, wait, wait. Look. You know, the same science that allowed the two parents, the one uh, the where the, the father was getting corrective lenses for his eyes, right? So, because uh, that uh, did not save the life of the child because they felt that, oh, prayer would work better. Yeah, uh, about that. Uh, Bridget, you are yes. medical. So we expert. could take those people and use them as a guinea yeah, pig. Hold hold just hold that, hold just that give them an aminic and let them throw it up, and then you can DNA test it. Yeah, see, that that's um, I, I, I was actually going to go with the whole, uh, where's the ethical problem with cutting somebody open? <laughs> you don't uh, have to do that. Guys. Oh, we we could do it if they're the ones of the kinds of people who let their kids die, you know. Look, there's a very simple way to do this. Doesn't involve vomiting. Doesn't involve eviscerating somebody ethically. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no. You go to the church. You let him do his umbabala umbabale, whatever the hell it is, with the, right. the over his head. It tastes like chicken. It's it actually like been pork. reported that you, I was yeah, I was gonna say it's been reported that people taste like pig. Okay, chicken, pork. Pick your white meat for crying out loud. You know that's really disheartening if anybody is Jewish. See, that's uh, why I like baby. <laughs> that's why I like to eat baby. Baby is the other other white meat. You see that? That makes you wonder. Then, all oh, right. Um, <laughs> no, Jew, Jews don't have communion, so yeah, that's yeah, they don't have to worry about it. Well, no, I was I was thinking with the you know, uh, we'll 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 play the tape back later and 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 make sure that everybody's on board. Okay, yeah. here here here's here's the deal. As far as the oldest are concerned, yeah, Catholics ain't got nothing on nobody. They believe in these incantations. But then we get to a small problem because then you end up with the Church of Scientology. Yeah. Oh, we want to go ahead and we want to talk about LARPers. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. And it's too bad uh, Heretic Woman's not here because, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. She has got a mile long hate boner for these guys. I can't imagine why. Yeah. Um, hate boner. That's a new one for me. Yeah. I, I, I'll say this much. Um, I've never heard of hate boners. I've met, I, I've actually met somebody who was a former Scientologist. Uh, she lived in my housing uh, complex uh, back when I could still be uh, considered happily married. And, um, Oh man. Sorry, that's you, just for that's just for me for later. Sorry. Yeah. Um, there were some stories that could be told. As a matter of fact, her ex-husband, which is you know, she actually got out of the church after the divorce. Um he was still coming after her. Psychologists? You know, just, just, yeah, just harassing her. Uh, apparently they they were up around here too. Um but yeah, these guys they take the crazy to a whole new level. You know what? Uh, an incantation over a fake Star Trek battle or fake Star Trek um, habitation bridge or whatever. Um, that's nothing compared to these guys. I mean, I can't let it go. Let it go. Well, no, and the other thing too is that. Okay. <clears throat> there is. There are tiny slivers of loose evidence. I, I, I use that term very, 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 very loosely 
to indicate that some of the stuff you've read in the Bible possibly, remotely, but possibly could have happened. Okay, to, to make sure that we're all on board, that would raise the from fiction to historical fiction. Uh, hold on. That's, if, if, yeah. Okay. My case in point. Uh, now, again, this all could have been nicely spun BS. Uh, it's possible. Mm-hmm. But I, and I wish I could remember the, the, the name of the show because when I watched it, I was, I was young. Um, but they were talking about uh, the book of Exodus on TV. Okay. Which is a favorite one because, you know, you get to free the slaves and kill the bad guys, you know, which is the trope of just about every action movie out there. Um, but there was talk that the sea of reeds, the cross, the, the place where the Israelites allegedly crossed the red sea when God parted the waves. Now word had it that they had done some kind of deep scan or whatever of the, of the, of the floor of the sea of reeds and found that the, the, the sea floor was actually of, a, of an odd shape. And that a gale force wind could theoretically blow the water hard enough to expose the floor, allowing people to cross, you know, but again, I'm thinking, okay, how deep is that water? Uh, never been to the sea of reeds myself. So I really couldn't tell you. Yeah, most people um, have. Yeah. So like how deep is it? And if the wind is blowing that hard, um, wouldn't you become one of the things that uh, that would classify as what the wind is blowing? To borrow one from Ron White. Um, but to my point, with these tiny little shreds of, of speculation, I guess you could say that you know could suggest that there's a possibility. Uh, you look at the true history, or the you know what the Scientologists eat up. I mean, come on, even Ken Ham's got to look at this and go, that's bullshit. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there's nothing to suggest that, that any of it is even close to remotely real. I mean, the, um, what's the name of the device that they use? The e-meter. Thank you. Um, yeah. How scary is it that I knew that right off the top of my freaking head, man? Oh, how did, how did Sean Kennedy put it? Uh, it's like two cans of asparagus with a wire and that's an e-meter and, that, and that's going to measure thetans in <laughs> every person I've talked to. They, they, they can't take it seriously. I mean, not that they should, but yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you. You know, and the really scary thing is I remember when Dianetics was on sale Yeah, on, TV. Uh, on the TV, Yep, you know, you like, me, yeah. Seventies. I remember. Yeah. I remember that seventies. Yeah. Hell I'm talking mid eighties here. You know, I was yeah, watching it, it on cable TV back home. I, I was living in New York at the time, and they still had the Dianetics commercials uh, yeah. on television. Yeah. And I remember seeing those as a kid, and I'm going, what's well, this a, about? You know, it's a self-help it, book. Yeah, it, that, that's what it seemed like. But it was written by an author who writes science fiction. So I was really confused. Well, you see, now back then, I didn't know L. Ron Hubbard was an author, was a science fiction author. Yeah, neither um, did I. I read I saw fiction. And then I saw um, an interview with uh, John Travolta where he talked about how Dianetics and Scientology changed his life. And like, okay, I remember Dianetics and I, a long time to make the connection. 
And a lot of people say, well, you're just being naive. Like, actually, no, it was more the fact of, uh, at the time, I really didn't give a shit. You know, uh, what you might consider ignorance on my part for a lot of things is really just indifference because, you know what, I've got better things to think about than, you know, s- some author whose book I'm never going to read and that is, you know, apparently destroying the world. I mean, yeah, now I'm sitting up and taking, taking notice because, well, I mean, these guys are, <laughs> these guys are closer to an actual Illuminati than the so-called Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. And before anybody goes ahead and says, <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, I will link one of the, uh, I will find on YouTube one of the old commercials for Dianetics so you guys can see what we're talking about uh, because they were all in between regular shows on oh. regular daytime TV. But yeah. uh, 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 mm-hmm. but I will also remind people, and I will link to it, the story on Wikipedia about Operation Snow White, where the Church of Scientology went ahead and infiltrated multiple levels of multiple federal agencies with the explicit intent of finding out what the government knew about the church and destroyed about the church and destroyed documents back in the day. Um, so, yeah. You also want to might, might want to look for a, uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find them too. Um, an interview uh, Tom Cruise was apparently awarded some kind of lifetime achievement award by the church of Scientology. And there's this, um, interview that he did. And I, I don't know if it's on YouTube anymore. Uh, the really funny thing is I linked that to, uh, then producer of Pacific coast hellway, Mark Yoshimono Nemkov. And he actually turned around and did a five minute video where he did a voiceover for Tom Cruise. And I just about died. Uh, when I saw it, if I can find them, I will get you the links. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, um, as far as to describing LARPing, I really have to say that as far as to the, the most recent, uh, religion, and I, I have to call it that because it's what they, uh, whatever. Um, yeah. The Scientology. Yeah. Um, it is the most recent. Uh, it started in the somebody help me out uh, early fifties, I think is when he decided to do it. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I, f- I forget exactly what what year it officially yeah. started, but uh, yeah, believing in uh, tech, help me out here and and see if I'm I'm thinking of this right. Um, science fiction. Let's see, what's the word that I would like to. Uh, Crap. Sounds about right. Yeah. Old 1950s uh, science fiction B movie crap tropes. Yeah. There, there was. <coughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there wasn't too much in the 40s that you could compare it to. So you'd have to. Oh, you oh. could go as far back as the 50s. But. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, I think uh, I think we can. Because um, Interstellar Overlord kills people, banishes them. It's not too far removed 
from Flash. See, I didn't think that far back just because the Flash uh, Gordon that I'm used to was the movie, and you know that I saw that in the '80s. So yeah, that's Flash. Um, yeah, kids, uh... don't don't look that one up. Don't look that one. All right, no, that's not entirely. Don't right. don't look up Flesh Gordon. That's no, the porn that, version of it. It's it's, it's, it's holy it's, crap. That's a that's a what that, the fact that I know the difference. No, um, or are you looking up our own vlogcast? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I didn't know this. Um, Dianetics, yeah, um, Dianetics, the evolution of science was published by pulp magazine Astounding Science Fiction in May of 1950. And in that same year, Hubbard uh, produced the book link Dianetics, the modern science of mental health. Okay. So um, it goes back to 50. Yeah. And I'm just trying to read a little bit more here. I'm trying to find uh, where the whole, uh, oh, here it is. I think. Okay, I gotta. I'm just gonna do this. All right. While you're looking for that, um, the there's another piece about L. Ron Hubbard doing this, by the way, which was a effectively a bet of sorts with uh, I forget who it was. I think it was Isaac Asimov. I could be wrong about that one. But the idea of, you know, if if you really want to go ahead and make a lot of money as a writer, you might as well just make your own damn religion because then, well, everybody pays into it and you can't get taxed. So. You know, why not? And it his like with Frankenstein's monster, his monster even ate him with the whole damn thing. But you know, what do we know? Anyway, so what uh, what piece was it you were looking for anyway? Well, I just wanted to see if uh, if the Wikipedia article had anything on the whole Xenu thing, and it, it turns out there was a paragraph service to it. And basically 75 million years ago, Xenu brought a whole bunch, like billions of, of people to Earth, trapped them in volcanoes, and detonated a whole bunch of hydrogen bombs around the volcanoes. And that vaporized them or reduced them to what is known as thetans, which then um, attach themselves to human hosts and are the spiritual drains on everybody and through auditing with the asparagus can uh, e-meter thing that we mentioned before uh, as you you are um, elevated to a status of clear at different levels and that means the a, a certain class of thetan has been removed from your system <clears throat> and you advance a level now you are expected to pay for each of these treatments, each of these audits, and it ain't cheap. Nope. I think uh, to go from, uh, you know, people like us, you know, poor contaminated people, um, to the class of uh, operational Thetan or OT, um, it's almost half a million dollars, as I recall. Um, and apparently if you reach, you know, like OT or O8, uh, again, I'm quoting a, a long time pundit of this. Um, that's, you know, when you get like max hit points and, you know, your armor class is uh, invincible and, you know, your, your, your head mastery level and all your warframes are prime and all that BS. Uh, 
basically, no, if you, if you are, if you become OT8, you gain mastery over space and time. And so you think about, okay, so you, you would maybe join the church so that you could achieve this, you know, because, because, Hey, you know what? Mastery over space and time does not sound that far off considering, you know, like, Oh, just give me a little bit of money for this seed here and God will refund you. You know, where we heard this crap before pop off, excuse me. Uh, uh, anyways, but so these people who want to be audited, who want to be uh, purified, are then stuck working as slave labor on board their ship basically till the day they die because they have to basically sign a one billion year contract uh, to become part of, you know, the, the, the sea crew or whatever. Uh, five, actually, I think. Well, five billion? Okay. I could be wrong about that. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, when you, when you get to, when you get to 20 below after that, does it really matter? <laughs> it's 40, but yeah. Yeah. No, same no, thing. It, you know? it, 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 it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but the amount that they're paid, like in their lifetime, they would never afford, they could never afford, uh, even to get their first level audit. So it's like, it's a humongous con job. But they keep trying. Well, it's, it's, sorry, it's levels of a con job because honestly, uh, half a million dollars to transcend to, you know, the, this hyper angelic being. Um, okay. John Travolta, Tom Cruise, uh, all these other people could have written a check the day they signed up and could have fast tracked themselves to the point where, well, I don't know. Uh, would like I, I don't know. Is is Tom Cruise staying on Earth because there's just one more Mission Impossible movie to make? You know, okay. uh, say what you will about the guy. I got to say the, the the movies he's making, like the, the Mission Impossible movies, I'll give him credit. I enjoy watching them. Just because I don't know, they got a decent. I think they have a decent story. You know. But then again, in the in the theater, I can kind of separate the the actor from the douchebag, you know. But um, yeah, that's that's one mess of book of the month club. Yeah, let me let me kind of let me kind of run something uh, past you guys. And uh, Bridget, you know full well. Anytime you want to turn off your mic, you know, turn your microphone back on again. You're always welcome to you know pop in anytime, whatever. Uh, I just went and looked up. There is a number that I found at the moment about roughly how many registered registered Roman Catholics there are in the United States alone. Okay. Okay. So I want to kind of run this past you guys a second. Let's say, for argument's sake, that there are there are, of course, a number that are registered, but don't regularly attend. So let's kind of, let's go with the idea of, I don't know, a third don't show up regularly, but they're still registered. Sound, sounds like a good number so far? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we take 
the number that I'm starting with, and I'll, the number that I'm starting with, and I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second, and we multiply that by 0.3. For those of you who remember how to do this stuff, that means we're taking a third out of the equation. And I should remember to uh, put those numbers where they're supposed to be, 0.3. Boom. Okay, so, so now I've got my number here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Bridget just gave me a little heads up as to why the microphone is off. Perfectly understandable. No worries. We'll deduct it from your pay. Now, yeah. let's let's uh, let's go with the idea that uh, people are don't exactly give a tenth of their takeaway pay. Let's say let's say as an average because some will, some won't. Let's say $50. Let's okay. say $50 as an average a week. Because some will give more, some will give less. Let's kind of, kind of highball it a little bit, a little bit. Let's go fifty dollars. Except that I'm a dumbass and I completely forgot what I was typing up over here. Just again, uh, one, two, one, two, one, times point three. There we go. Okay, and multiply that by. Again, I'm, I'm a highball on this a little bit. $50. A week. A week. Okay. As far as to money. Money. Okay. Into the Catholic Church, theoretically, we have... 70,412,021 registered, estimated, registered Roman Catholics. That means that we have 21,123,606 that go regularly, giving an average of $50 a week. That currently gives us a number. Again, I'm estimating highly estimating a week the catholic church is altogether would be acquiring 1,056,180,315 dollars because of the way that the numbers kind of roll together because there's some rounding involved now again I am highly guesstimating on a lot of these figures, and I understand that. But that's a week. And I'm giving those numbers a lot of leeway because, well, let's face it, you get around Easter, you get around, you know, you get around uh, the holidays, like New Year's, you know, People are in much more often, you know, weddings, funerals, you know, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So the numbers fluctuate a lot, but let's, let's go with that as a, an overall. That's in a country with 300 plus million people, overall population. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of money. That's really a lot of money. Yeah. On the idea that the book is real. Which to date, nobody has been able to actually prove. 
How much money goes into Dianetics? Well, there's no way of really knowing because, well, um, they're really tight-lipped about their books. Can't yeah. imagine why. And plus, they have a long history of um, suing the shit out of people. But, yeah, uh, we would basically, you, you, you speak ill of them, and it's actually part of their mandate is mm -hmm. to destroy. Um, no, like they don't, they don't like blow up your house, but they will make sure that you are litigated basically to to death. Yep. Um, yeah, they they won't outright come up and shoot you unless you really really piss them off. Um, but they will do everything in their power to um, basically destroy you financially, socially, make however you a they can. Yeah, to, to basically make you completely destitute and unable to survive in modern society. And yep. this is actually part of their mandate. I, I, I've said this before, but I really do wish, well, 20 million copies of Dianetics have been sold. Well... How so interesting! Thinking that's it. Well, you know. <clears throat> but then again, we're talking. Well, that's you know, that's almost seventy years worth of uh, of time to be sold, and it's probably still being sold today. So oh, yeah. who knows? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Hold hold that thought one second because let's let's kind of slide uh, slide along. Uh, Tech, you would know a little bit better than we would, and the to the best of my knowledge. As far as the Jewish folks are concerned, the biggest <laughs> see now now I've now I've got the now I've got the skit from Monty Python in my head. Their 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 biggest their most prominent weapons are stealth and no uh, as far as the Jews are concerned, they're, Huge they're tracks of land. I was I was thinking something more along the lines of uh, if you're a chicken. It's really, really, um, it's going to be a day, one day a year, when they go ahead and kill you. But Oh, you're talking about scapegoating. Yeah, well, there is that. But what I was, uh, for, for people, though, one of their biggest things is really public shaming. I mean, they don't really go after somebody in a, a, an actual prolonged attack on somebody other than on their character, no? I mean, from what I remember. There's... You see public shaming, but you also see it. Um, you can see it inside the temple. You can see it outside the temple. You can see it inside a home with a family member. Um, Jewish people as a culture, forget the religious part of it, right. just as a culture as a whole, are not one to sit by and not say their opinion about something when it's something you know that has a lot of emotion behind it. Um, you know, maybe, uh, who's dating, who's, is riling up the neighbors or, uh, you know, so-and-so started a business in the part of the neighborhood that, you know, why are you going over there? You should come over here. You know, that kind of thing. Um, as far as any kind of shunning stuff, you don't really see that too much. You see more of, uh, browbeating, put downs. You could do better than that. You know, just that, um, it just depends on um, the demographics. It, it really does. Is is what you uh, depending on the demographics. Like if you go, if you go to the homeland. You know, that's a different ball game than if you just go to the Jewish neighborhood down the street. You know, in uh, whatever in New York City. Yeah. 
it's going to be a big difference because you're talking about different demographics. Um, now, when I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of personal experience with that because I just had my, my mom and certain family members that were Jewish, whereas most of the neighborhood wasn't. So what I did get a lot of was silent racism. Well, eh, I can't say racism. Uh, what is it when they don't like you because of your religion? That's not racist. That's uh, bigotry? Yeah. Yeah. So I got a lot of silent bigotry. And uh, I'll tell you, that shit hurts just almost as much as just have somebody come in your face and say, hey, you suck because you're a Jew. Yeah. But uh, again, that's that's social. But from the religious side, though, as far as to the whole magical part of it all, there's very little that I can recall that is truly magical larpy kind of stuff other than of course you know the 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 well no wait a minute judaism doesn't really have uh, an analog to uh heaven and hell if i remember correctly nothing that's written that i know of at least not in the little bit of studies that i was doing before i switched to uh, uh being a born-again christian okay okay um so it was more of here's God, here's God's works, here's God's edicts, here's what you what God wants for you. Um, here's how to. <laughs> of course, there's there's always the translation and explanations. Here's how you're supposed to read this. Here's how you're supposed to read that. Because there's more than one book. Um, there, there's the there's the book, and, and then there's of course uh, the explanation for the. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, oh, um, I don't. Uh, the The coffee hasn't really been working for me right now, so don't ask me what the name of it are. I think one of them's Torah. One of them's Torah. Uh, I forget what the name of the other one is. Uh, uh, the Torah, the Talmud. Google is your friend at this yeah. point. Yeah, uh, just do Google Jewish religious books texts. So, um, but the but the key is is that uh, I don't personally remember encounter anything like what i saw in the churches about consuming the body and blood of christ and all that crap uh because don't forget the jews don't have uh, according to the jews the lord and savior hasn't really popped up yet according to the christians the lord and savior has popped up and then according to uh, muslims i think it's a case of well, Christ came by, but he was more of a prophet than a savior, and the savior hasn't popped up, but the savior's on their way. And for the Jews, uh, Jesus was, uh, he was a, a rabbi, a teacher, but wasn't the end-all be-all. Right, not, not actually the word of God, that sort of thing. Which is, I recall... I, I like is, how the, 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 the Muslim side of things is like, oh, the, uh, the, the Bible's right, but the Bible's wrong. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, the, these guys are about as confusing as Saiten and Brogan Kate when it comes to shit like that. Oh, don't I? I've not had near. I'm not drinking any more of this. I have not had <laughs> enough alcohol to go. Ahead I had to actually there. listen to um, and re-listen several times to the scathing atheists' um, um, explanation of the Quran to better understand what the hell I was trying to read. 
I've been trying to read it a bit, and it's well, it's a headache. I've been and, uh, uh, I've been listening they, to to Heretic Woman do the uh, do the reading of the Quran chronologically. Mm, uh, I have to pick that up. Yeah, um, well, it's it's yeah, it's her podcast, Full Quranic. Um, I'm not too crazy about the translation she's done because there's a lot of uh, the this thou thy then and thus. Uh, it, it's written in like very old English. Like Luna would be proud. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> there are some of you that get that reference. Thank yeah, you. Points if you get it. But uh, no, um, I think I've heard the story of Moses no less than a dozen times already. Yeah. Like basically the Quran does Moses the way the gospels do Jesus. Except there were, we were limited to only four gospels in, in the current Bible. Um, who knows what the other eight disciples said? Um, only, <clears throat> only the people who did the council of Nicaea know that one. Mm -hmm. And anybody who can get into that, uh, helium preserved room in Vatican city. If you guys are Dan Brown fans, you know what I'm talking about. Um, guys, 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 you know, mm -hmm. if we, if we can get like a crazy, if, if we had crazy billionaire money. I would hire somebody to break into that vault, Mission Impossible style, and lift everything out. And it would have to be Eli. Just saying. I wouldn't trust him with that amount of money. <laughs> oh, Given some of the things I've heard him say in the past. No, I know. I know. I know. Uh, but I've, but I've, I've met him in person. So I have a bit of his DNA somewhere, I'm sure. I, I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, look, you cannot clone him. I I do not need to read anything even remotely resembling a pizza gate because of him. God damn it. I you know when when the when the when the when the when the lake freezes over in the gorge between you know our countries on on you, you remember back in the day when there was you know oh, no alcohol and in that no man's land along the international border we could we could sell and buy yeah yeah i could i could do i could do cloning on the international line and nobody, nobody could stop me maybe uh bridget is is that is that is that ethically legal can i can i clone somebody in international um waters and and, and stuff i yes. have no idea if he can or not i'm sure um waters and, and, and i yes. have no idea if he can or not i'm sure that's not enough that's not enough that's not, <laughs> that's enough. not enough so um by the way, uh, the Talmud—that's the the book that's, of that's what that, that uh, does. The rabbi king and explaining that, stuff. That, that does that doesn't help me whatsoever. You know what? Fuck off. I don't care. Okay, so that's what we need. <laughs> we need somebody that like bankrolled me. Uh, us, us, us. Sorry, us. Um, please, we'll we'll make it every. Um, we'll ask him to. Uh, oh. Ooh, we're going down a really, really, really bad rabbit hole right now, and um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking of how many uh, how many people who richly deserve a, a a screwdriver to the back of the head. Uh, that would be, re you know what? Uh, back to the medical stuff a second. Uh, Bridget, yeah, we we've talked about uh, lobotomizing people, and it's it's from the front. Uh, can you can you successfully do it from uh, the? occipital region of of the head with a with a, a phillips uh screwdriver <laughs> i don't 
I don't know. Okay, that's that's not that's not a no. Again, that's not a no. So how did we go from a book of the month club to it's, screwdriver it's, executions through the it's, back it's, of the head? It's not an execution, it's a medical procedure. Usually an <laughs> unsuccessful one, I think, maybe, could be. I mean I, I don't think that's standard medical practice. I do, it, <laughs> Management and staff of Holy Crap the Vlogcast do not endorse nor encourage the use of screwdrivers in the back of people's heads. This is a very bad idea, even if it is for medical and somewhat ethical purposes. If you get caught in it and you get arrested, do not include us because we will disavow your ass. If any of your IM force are caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. Yeah, which secretary? I've always wondered that. Is there like an office pool somewhere? That's what I've always wondered about that. Well, I've well, tried to no, no, no. The, the secretary, well, in this case now, it was William Baldwin. Or no, um, William? No, I sorry, Alec Baldwin. Um, see, but, I, see, I can't see him using a dictaphone, though. That's the problem. Well, uh, I'm the only one Hopkins beforehand. It's, you know, nobody's, nobody's, okay, that's fine. Uh, cloning is a long way from usable. Nice idea, though. Steph, read it on period. Really? I mean, come on. You're gonna I... tell me that clo you're gonna tell me that cloning is is a long way from usable? How do you explain? Seriously, how do you explain the queen still living on at this point? How many pieces of her body have been replaced? You think those corgis are there because they're fun? They're growing extra pieces of her for transplantation. That's why they're always so close. <laughs> they're always there. And they're corgis always... are awesome. You yeah. do not have the level of laryngitis required to be saying something like that. What, that corgis are awesome? No. The, what, what Shujin just said. That, that only, there is only one person I know of who would actually come up with something that cockamamied, and he's currently cockamamied, and he's currently been banned just about everything on the internet. Wait, whoa, oh, hold, 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 hold it, hold it. Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I am okay. That is so something I could actually hear him say. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm not yelling. I'm not screaming. I am making an actually possibly cogent idea if they can grow ears on the backsides of laboratory rats they can absolutely grow new organs in other mammals okay i'm going to direct you to a book <laughs> no 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 have, i'm sure that i have a book i've, I've, going... I've got modem for dummies over there no no children children yeah there's this book uh it is written by a gentleman by the name of scott sigler it is called Ancestor. Okay. You want to talk about um, cloning organs? You read that book. It is probably the single biggest cautionary tale I've ever read about um, being very careful about what you're doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, Stephanie's uh, telling me that she comes from a long-lived line. Uh, okay. Okay, there, there's that. And uh, Trippin is uh, saying she's a reptilian eating babies. Corgis have all died off. Uh, no, no, she is. She's not a lizard. She is. Well, um, she's German. 
so I guess that's all that we really need. I was going to make some kind of a joke about her actually not being German because she's got a sense of humor. I mean, she hubered our country with a state visit, so I, I, I don't know. We'll kind of leave her from there. She is also the head of the Church of England. So... As monarchs go, yeah. That's yeah. what they do. That's... You know, you can thank King Henry VIII for that one. Yeah. Big consent of the king. Yeah, I, I've I've heard that one too. Uh, that that didn't fit on the marquee for um, Van Halen though. So I think that's quite it. You're you're having a good laugh at that one, Bridge. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm making you for tonight, aren't I? Somewhat. I'm just <laughs> real soisy headed. Just felt like crap. Yeah. It. Yeah. Before we started, by the way, Bridget wasn't feeling so good. So I'm doing everything that I can to milk this for every little piece of comedic <laughs> value that I can. Yeah. Because it's worth it. You're but, welcome. Um... So anyway, um, oh, and, and and by the way, um, I want to, I, I actually want to use this in a second. Uh, you know what, uh, Dallin, whatever it was you're going to say, go ahead and do it. Uh, no, I, I, I completely lost it, so don't worry about it. The mood is wrong. The mood is wrong! Okay, so Trippin had said, organs are being 3D printed. I want to kind of use this a second, because um, I, I think this is something worth finishing us through with, because this actually works together. We know full well that uh, a, lot of, a lot of religious groups, uh, especially here in the U.S., who are primarily Christian of some sort or other, and I've said it before and I have to keep saying it again, Catholics, you're Christians too. Get over yourselves. Um, have a very long and sordid history of being uh, conservative. Regressive might be another term for it. So they've been very, very against a lot of the whole quote unquote medical science playing God mm -hmm. which I find to be absolutely hysterical because doesn't that mean that God did stuff that we humans can replicate which kind of takes God away from the whole supernatural part yeah um, if I'm recalling correctly didn't they throw a really big shit fit when uh, the first pig heart was uh, transplanted into a human yeah, and I remember the TV show that that, uh, that spawned. It wasn't the TV show, but a liver. Uh, no, it was, this is what happens. You know, so something like that makes the news, and suddenly every TV network has to come up with a show that is kind of sort of tangentially related to that news story uh, to put their own kind of spin on it. Okay. Okay. So... Going back over to this whole thing about uh, organs are being 3D printed. We've had one of the more fat and, and dare I say, hopeful medical breakthroughs over the last, let's go with decade. Let's go with decade. The idea of utilizing stem cells mm -hmm. in medical uses including not the least of which would be literally regrowing organs. Mm -hmm. One of the most fascinating items that I had seen 
in 10 years was a rat's, uh, they, they, they took a rat's kidney out of the rat, obviously. And they were able to remove, wash away the rest of the cells, but kept the framework, the, the protein framework of the, the, of, of the organ itself. And they used stem cells and pumped it into these, this lattice work so that they could try to find out, could they successfully regrow the kidney? Now, admittedly, they had to use it in, in vitro, I believe is the right term for it, for doing it in, in, in the lab. So they had, you know, they, they had a, a protein bath that it was in with nutrients and everything. So that the stuff, you know, would, would eat and be happy. And the one that I'm thinking of, and admittedly, it, it, it took a couple of, it took a couple of attempts to try to figure out how to make this work correctly. What they were able to have was the kidney regrowing, regrowing from stem cells that were being sucked through the pipework of this framework lattice that started to regenerate urea before it was re-implanted back into the rat. For those people that may not necessarily be really remembering their, uh, I, I would assume, high school level biology, um, Bridget, what is the purpose of a kidney? Purpose of a kidney is to filter out uh, toxins. And in the process of that, in a living, breathing organism, what does it produce? Urine. In the form of? Uh, a bear. <laughs> a bear. <laughs> Roar. Yeah. <laughs> in the form of, I mean, you, you have an ice bridge. <laughs> ice bridge. <laughs> no. With a really well, urine is liquid. I mean, is that what you're looking for? That's pretty pretty much it. But I believe the the technical term for the 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 stuff is urea, isn't it? Well, urea. Eureka. Eureka. <laughs> Close enough. The point of it. My, mine's not urea. Mine is 100% coffee. That's that's going to be a bad day. Um, <laughs> I mean, when, when it finally solidifies in there, it's going to be a really bad day for you. Uh, the, the point of it is medical science has found a way potentially to regenerate organs um now it's it's still a ways off but the possibility this at this point and tech i know what you're doing we don't have that amount of money to spend on a nuclear power pack on somebody's ear uh shujin yeah sir i'm gonna take you back a few years do it because i can of course uh back when uh we had on the friday night show oh, yeah and I used to do the segment, the WTF News. Oh, yeah. Which I still do on Sundays, but that's not the story entirely. 
I want to wind the clock back about six years. And because of uh, something of the, of the equivalent of the TSA. Oh, good Lord, yes. They this, grew up the body part? Uh, this was a 3D printed windpipe. Because somebody apparently had a uh, tumor and had to have that part removed. I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor. Now, from the patient, they had extracted uh, stem cells from her bone marrow, a small amount, and it created a solution, like basically replicating these things, had taken the 3D printed piece of windpipe and had bathed it in this with no rejection because it was basically a piece of the patient. So organ growing, I'm actually surprised it's, it's not happening faster. Um, there's probably reasons for it and I'll get, I get it. You know, there's a lot a big difference between a windpipe and a, a, a kidney, for example, or a liver um, or, or a heart. Um, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, but to, like to say that it's uh, like it, it's here, and I, I think it's actually a lot more available than uh, we'd like to think. <laughs> yeah, it's not a tumor. Tech's having a little bit of fun. <clears throat> yes. yes, but For those um, of you that are listening right now, yeah, I've got it up on the screen because uh, Tech pulled up the animated GIF of. That's it's not a trauma. It's not a trauma at all. Yeah. But Person, um never seen it, but you know, whatever. Anyway, go kindergarten cop. It's funny. I don't want to see myself in your thank you. No, and I, and like I remember like back in the uh, the bad bush years, because I, I I will say that there are there are two different bush bush type years. There were the good the not so bad bush years and the really bad bush years, uh, separated by by a few years of Clinton. The only uh, bad bush is an untamed bush. And I'm 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 stopping you right there. Yeah, yeah. Asked my, and answered, Your Honor. Well, my point being is that, um, you know, stem cells became the big controversy, yes. and the, there was a media spin that uh, they were taking it from aborted fetuses and, and all of this. And my first thought was, well, okay. Um, We're already dead. Well, yeah. And I mean, yes, it's kind of a squicky subject to get into. And, you know, if, there, if there's one thing that, um, you know, the hard right is known for, it's the ear. Uh, when you get into anything sciencey, especially in the terms of biology, they just kind of cringe and go, ew, like Ernest P. World would. Um, but it wasn't until a speech I heard from, I think it was one of the Kennedys, about where stem cells are actually harvested from these days. It's from the blood, from the umbilical cord of a newborn baby. And then those are preserved um, for that person. So if that person, say, you know, 40 years from now, has something where their own stem cells could potentially save their lives, Rather than going, you know, mining into the bone marrow to find it, uh, look, we've actually got, you know, a couple of, you know, a couple of hundred milliliters of the stuff on tap for you. Uh, what do you need? So when I heard that, it's just like, okay, my eyes are now opened to this thing. 
Um, it's a no harm, no foul case because the baby's born, the umbilical cord, what are they going to anthropomorphize it? They're going to, are we going to start seeing a little bit of Hinto in this now? Um, I think I pronounced that right. Doesn't matter. And, and to, to add to that, it's already the patient's own, well, well, yeah, it, it would be, it would be the patient's own blood because it, it's part of what's circulating and all. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, oh, okay. <laughs> Can you just see the custody battle between a mother and a child over the umbilical cord? I think that would be the episode where Judge Judy finally drops dead of a heart attack. Um, <laughs> that okay? Uh, I'm believe it or not, I'm I'm not hesitating for comedic value i'm actually thinking in my head uh where or what could somebody do because you know full well sooner or later that's gonna become a thing if a lawyer can make a buck off it you know it's gonna happen yeah or or worse yet you know uh, somebody help me from saying it liberty whatever whoever the hell that 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 group is that keeps doing the the religious angled law crap connected with liberty university or whatever the hell it is you know anyway i'm sorry but a whole other thing but but ultimately the point of it is the whole playing medical god uh you know what you know what here's one bridget I'm going to bring the squeak factor in here, but only because you would know better than we. The idea of directly injecting adrenaline through the chest cavity to the heart. Mm -hmm. This is a known, documented, and I can't say safe, but in the right situation with the right training, this is, in some cases, a life-saving procedure. Yes. And this is something that's been done for a long time, but it's something, generally speaking, the rest of us kind of look at it and go, oh my god, they did that in Pulp Fiction. Holy crap, that's insane. But it's something that gets done, I'm, I can't exactly say all the time, but it's one of those things that plays God to make sure that somebody just doesn't up and die or lay down and die. Well, I mean, really, any kind of uh, procedure that you would do that would intervene would be "quote unquote" playing God. Let's see, uh, uh, defibrillation units—that would be playing I, God. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see, uh, a tracheotomy—that'd be playing God. <laughs> okay. Um, removing uh, the gallbladder from someone when it's backed up with uh, stuff, and the patient's body is digesting itself from the liver through the rest of the cavity. Definitely playing God. Yeah, and also kind of helps a little bit. Yeah, I try not to make these about yeah. me, but uh, let me tell you. Appendicitis. Somebody, you know, if somebody has appendicitis and you intervene, that's playing God. There you go. Um, um, uh, hooking up a guy to a uh, to a heparin drip for two weeks solid to uh, keep the blood clots from uh, screwing up and making it almost impossible for him to breathe because of the impact on his lungs. That's definitely playing God. Thank you. Giving people corrective lenses. That's playing God. You're changing the site the way they were naturally born. Yeah. yeah, so you can make an argument for that one. Uh, I, uh setting uh setting broken bones. 
so they don't grind and, and you know infect everything. I mean, if they're broke, it was obviously God's will. If they're broke, yeah. I got uh, one for you. Uh, uh, not uh, even medical. Well, I was going to say penicillin. I mean, uh, IQ. How about this? <laughs> no, guys. Yeah. Modern day crops. The corn that's grown today, the wheat that's grown today, the, the all crossbred by human hands, basically creating, evolving, if you will, uh, more uh, plentiful for human consumption. Um, okay, okay. Let's let's see how much uh, how much more uh, low tech uh, we can go from there. Uh, how about uh, distilled water? Or filtered water, I should say, to remove all the nasties that grow. Because roads, pathways, uh, to oh, make okay. traveling easier. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Shoes, um, sandals, chains. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, bow and arrow. Oh, birth can. You know what? Hold, hold, hold it right there. Yeah, hold it right there. Because that's probably the last one that we need to hit, and and a really really good one, mm -hmm. because that in the '60s was one of the biggest fucking stumbling blocks in the '60s and the early '70s. The pill. How effective is the pill at birth control? Uh, about ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent effective. Yeah, if used correctly. Yep. How about uh, the IUD? Um, not quite as effective. I'm not sure the exact percentage. I could look at that real quick. <laughs> well, let, let's put it this way: it's uh, it's it's better than chance, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, let's just let's just stop there for a second because the pill was a, a huge boom. The IUD is a little bit more invasive, but still helps to give autonomy for the idea of when you want to have a child and reproduce and when you don't. Um, and in the 60s and the 70s, this became a major social stumbling block, especially here in the U.S., where conservatives were big time against this because of exactly that <clears throat> you're playing god you should simply accept whatever whatever life god decides to give you and you shouldn't be taking it away because you're effectively killing a person and that's the way it's been framed for the last what 60 years you think is there anything that uh, remotely resembles a person that is killed courtesy of current modern birth control then? Unless with a scanning electron microscope, um, you know, one of these conservative sperm cells has two arms, two legs, and a troll face. Um, can't see it. Yeah. Um no, what it is, is it was suddenly a break from the so-called traditional, the, the traditional family role of 
everybody having or what everybody had back in the back before the pill. You know, um, husband wanted to start a family, uh, would basically nail his wife until she conceived. You know, oh, that was a daughter. Well, I want a son. You know, let's start over. And it's your fault. Yeah. And so now it's, um, you know, now that now they got the pill and suddenly there's that, uh, there's a loss of dominance or, or there's a loss of power because now, and okay, look, I'm a guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to level with you. The idea of being able to have as much sex as I want without that possible consequence. I'm perfectly okay with that. You know? And the other thing too, is that actually being able to control something like that until um, you're comfortable, until you're ready to take the responsibility. And you see, that's the other thing too, is because, and, and again, it goes back to the ew factor I was talking about before. Because sex is a biological thing, and therefore the conservatives are like ew. Because you know, God, let's let's say it. You know, re religion has made sex such a taboo thing to the point where it's now culturally ingrained into society. And I don't care what part of the world you're from. If if there's a religion involved, uh, sex is either power, dominance, or just something dirty. Um, but yeah, to, to be able to control when you're ready to have a kid, but at the same time, being able to scratch that itch, because let's face it, it's, it's an itch, you know, we, we are, we are animals after all. Um, but, but yeah, um, it was, it was a loss of control to what was supposed to be sort of the dominant member of the family unit. And they got pissed off about it and they're still pissed off about it to this day. And they're throwing everything from God to morals at you about it. And hopefully less and less people are listening. Yep. So, um, Bridget and, and tech, I'm going to give you guys a, a couple of last items over here. Uh, Bridget, just because uh, it kind of it kind of plays into this, the idea that women could have as much sex as they would want at any time without having to worry about pregnancy, although you know back in the sixties and seventies you didn't really have to worry too much about you know sexually transmitted diseases uh okay penicillin shot maybe because you know you got you got the clap all right yeah but otherwise you're gonna be okay in a little bit suddenly women can have as much sex as they want there's nothing medically wrong with that but societally that threw everybody up into a freaking tizzy didn't it? Mm -hmm. the sexual revolution in the 60s who was pushing back against that church the conservative uh, the, the folks that had a vested interest in 
keeping the status quo and keeping their their dominant position and the the positions of power like like down was talking about wasn't it well that's what they, that's still the case that has not changed but as far as the medical part um what's the what's the medical problem with uh preventing pregnancy for uh, for people Mm. Well, mm. well, I mean, birth control pills do have some side effects. Um, it can help prevent against, you know, against some kinds of cancer, but it can promote others. But uh, other than that. And as I recall, it's not exactly a huge number that would suffer from said possible side effects. No, I mean, but now they are advising women that are over the age of 35 not to take the pill because it can cause, you know, clots and strokes and things like that. And isn't there, um, aren't there cases where uh, some women are prescribed the pill because it actually helps um, regulate uh, their hormonal, hormonal cycles? Yeah. Yeah, especially people who have irregular periods and things like that. Yeah. And especially really harsh ones. And one of the others were for uh, acne, as I recall, because the hormonal part too. Yeah, but that would probably be a, a much lower dose than what you would take for birth control. Probably, but well, you know, I, th I I think about the uh, like, you know, the, the pill part two, um, Gardasil. Uh, you guys remember, you know, HPV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Gardasil was a vaccine against that. I think it's a vaccine. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, against the human papilloma vi virus, which could lead to cervical cancer. Um, and I mean, the, the, correct me if I'm wrong, Bridget, but uh, Gardasil does not do anything for promoting birth control, correct? No, it doesn't. Right. And what was the thing? You know, suddenly all these women are, are supposed or these girls because they were they were aiming uh, the vaccine at younger people or younger, uh, younger women. You know, oh, they're going to get all promiscuous now. They're, they're going to go out and have as much sex as they want. Like, why? Like, I, I never, ever made that connection. Well, it's like I'm because... we're trying to prevent people from dying of cancer and you're throwing leave it to beaver family values in the mix? Yeah, because sex is supposed to have consequences for the woman. Really bad consequences. And you're interfering with that. We just can't have that. Okay, yeah, is no, it because it, HPV it is transmitted be sexually? Is that it? Well, it's, you know, if, if you're, um, you know, going to sleep around a lot, then uh, if you get cervical cancer, that's your fault. <laughs> So, okay, yeah. no, I just I, I wasn't sure of like where HPV uh, came from. How do, how does a woman contract it? If it is through sex, okay, now suddenly a lot yeah. of this starts to make sense. I mean, it is sexually transmitted. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Now I understand. And that's why they uh, started giving the vaccine to uh, males, too. Hey, I would have <laughs> signed me up. Well, I, well you're I, too old now, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I need it. Under 30, they generally don't recommend it to them because it's the same. You already have HPV by the end anyway. 
Well, it's that's true. I'll keep, I'll keep that in mind. And tech, sorry, but you kind of got got sidetracked off of that one. Uh, what was it that you wanted to say? Also, by the way. Oh no, I was just making a sarcastic comment about that mentality that women need to suffer, that they can't enjoy sex. It's not supposed to be a good time for them. It's basically a duty. You know, just loads of sarcasm there. Just because I'm sorry, but you know No, there's there's nothing there's nothing to be sorry about. People that, right? who obviously have not seen the look on a woman's face when she's achieved the beautiful O. Well, what I was going to say is that uh, HPV uh, current estimates are that 80% of sexually active people have contracted it at some point. Hmm. Which is a lot of damn people. No, it's, <laughs> it's even dangerous for guys, too. Yeah, going off of what, cancer. Yeah, going off of what Tech said, if I haven't, uh, if I haven't given a woman uh, that particular face, I consider myself not having done the job right. We we should we should really one of these days I'm gonna <laughs> finally get a, a, a sex talk in here one of these days properly. Uh, tech, we got a little bit left to go uh, before we have to completely wrap this up. Uh, was there anything that you wanted to finish off for yourself with all this whole damn thing? Because I know for well this this we kind of went with it and kind of straight away and kind of back and forth and. Oh, um. Religion's toxic. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I have my anti-theist moments. And when it comes to human sexuality, I'm, I'm very anti-theist, uh, anti-theism at that point, because there's nothing in the, in, in the common religions that say, hey, this is a beautiful thing. It should be pleasurable. Both partners should enjoy it. They should take the time to get to know each other's bodies um, to use protection to protect against sexually transmitted diseases, to help prevent STIs, um, that, you know, doing so is okay. Um, it doesn't have to result in pregnancy. It can be for bonding. I mean, hell, uh, you know, I've got a kid. I've obviously had sex. I've also obviously been through the experience and everything else. Yeah. You and can say that, you know, at, at the end of the act, it, you know, all the endorphins that are going through your brain and all the wonderful chemical cocktail that's going on up there, it really does encourage a bonding moment. It's a wonderful feeling. Um, it's almost religious. Uh, the act uh, when both parties are enjoying themselves, it's almost like, a religious experience, a spiritual experience. So honestly, folks, if you want to go have a religious experience, go have a part, go find a partner that you respect who wants to spend time with you too in that in level of intimacy. Lock the door, light some candles or, you know, some incense or whatever you like. Turn down the lights, turn up the music and have a good time. And don't give a damn about the, you know, 80-year-old virgin standing up in the pulpit telling you you're going to hell. Because that person has no idea what the hell they're talking about. And I can almost guarantee you, if it's Catholic, he ain't a virgin. Yeah. Hey, molesting little boys, I don't know if that counts or not. 
the, uh, mm. the, you know what? Hold, we're, we're gonna we're gonna leave that one there because the way to get a nun pregnant is to dress her up like a choir boy. Okay, now we're going to leave that entirely, <laughs> and I'm I'm not saying that because we're pressed for time. I love the but I love the <laughs> snickering look in Dallin's face after I said that that that, that look he's yeah. got that's, that's priceless. That's, that's great. That's a whole other show, I think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Um, and uh. Bridget, uh, even though I've been, you know, kind of needling you for uh, a couple of pieces here and there, uh, was there anything that you wanted to specifically inject out of here before we uh, before we wrap it all up? Mm, no, I'm good. Okay, Dallin and I have talked uh, more than enough, you know, kibitzing on all this, so I'm not going to worry about that. But I am going to, uh, I am going to drop something from the guys over the live chat. And by the way, guys, thank you very much for helping us out with all this. Like I keep saying, I do read what goes on over there. I may not react to all of it, and I may not read all of it, but there is one item that was over here that was just perfect from Trippin. Well, actually, hold on a second. Stephanie had also reminded the Catholic Church had dropped their opposition in France to birth control because French Catholics told them to. Thank you, France but the one that Trippin had. And this is one of those things where this is, to me, beautiful. Trippin had said, just read a bear from the California fires. Now, as a piece of context, for those of you that are watching after the fact, at this time, a large amount of the left coast of North America is on fire. Now, I don't say that to, to gloss over it. There are huge, monstrous areas of California and the left coast that have got forest fires raging mostly out of control. And they're still working on them. So, so you know that's, that's what this is referenced to. Just read a bear from the California fires is getting fish skin put on its paws from being burned. A, if I remember correctly, a younger bear, not exactly a cub, but a younger bear, was rescued from the fires and had a number of burns, and they're using fish skins to help promote healing on the skin. We, humans have the capacity for helping an animal that otherwise might have just died. It may or may not be a naturally occurring fire. Probably isn't, from what I've understood at this point, but be that as it may. We have the scientific know-how to help creatures, other animals on this planet, just because we can and just because it's the right thing to do but with most of the world's religions in their books we have dominance over those animals over all creatures so what do they do i don't know 
I can't say that they would do anything differently. But you sure as hell don't have it written up in the books that you're supposed to take care of those animals. All it says is that you've got dominion over them. Empathy goes a long way, man. So does medical science. It's amazing what happens when you close one book and open up another one, isn't it? It's about that time we got to go ahead and close up shop. So as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. Hope that you had yourself a fun time. And as always, found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about. So let me thank all of you guys for being with me tonight. Tech, thank you very kindly for your time, man. You have yourself a restful rest of your evening or morning or yeah, whatever the hell time it is. starting to nod off as it is. Fair enough. I but, had a long, emotionally drawn out week. So I think I'm going to get some sleep in tomorrow or today or whatever. To somehow, recover. that doesn't totally surprise me. Thanks for your time, man. Yep. Bridget, thank you very much for being the first one in tonight. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting a little bit worried before the show, but thank you very much for your time. You have yourself uh, rest well and feel better tomorrow. Oh, thank you. I hope I do. <laughs> As always, people want to find you. Uh, you can find me at richardfitch2112.wordpress.com or find me on Facebook until Bridget Fitch. Fair enough. Dallin, of course, as always, thank you very much for your time and all of what you do. And um, thanks for not shutting up. <laughs> you have no idea how much that helps me. Oh, I. Uh, it's funny. I, I do ramble on this show quite a bit, don't I? Well, if you're, I, I keep saying, if somebody is not in an area that I that doesn't help us, I will steer. Mm-hmm. I fortunately don't usually have to. <laughs> so, in any case, thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, I know I need to get uh, get to work on the uh, the audio version of this because I know it's falling behind a little bit, uh, which you guys can catch over at holycrapthevlogcast.com uh, for the podcast version. Uh, for myself, if I've got a few things to say that uh, might not be on this show, might be uh, something else, uh, you can catch it over at inthewind.yo5.ca. So everybody, thank you very much for your time. And of course, for the folks that made it over in the live chat, thank you very much. Trippin, Stephanie, uh, we had Sora we for a while there. Yeah, uh, and you know what? You were there, so thank you. Appreciate it. And of course, if you are listening live, all the more fun. If you're not, consider joining us sometime. You can actually have a laugh it late at night if you've got nothing better to do. Because you don't, you don't have anything better to do. Come on, seriously, think about it. You, okay, ice cream, whatever. You can you can. You can eat the ice cream while you're watching us, listening, whatever the hell. You know what I'm talking about. If you want the podcast, like you said, if you want all of our contact links, you can take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. The phone number, if you want to leave a voicemail, it's 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. For those of you that are in the UK, it's 1-859-4288-554. How the hell you people do that, I don't understand. I know I said I would never do it again. I just wanted to do it because I had I saw a, a Doctor Who thing recently and I just shut up. I know what I'm doing over here. Anyway, you all have um, you all have a good rest of your week.
I'm going to do my best to uh, hold myself together long enough to get all the show notes together for us as we need before I call it a night. And I am not going to drink myself drunk. Promise. I can't. I don't have any of my wine in the fridge, so I can't. But for those of you that have uh, sent messages of sympathy and encouragement before, by the way, Thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. You all have yourselves a very good week. We'll be looking forward to talking to you again soon. So, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And my lady, as always, Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Happy birthday. As always for the rest of you, take care of yourselves. Till the next time we get together. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.